Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact. Wildbows boasts reflective work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Malafide, chapters 10.3 and 10.4. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know what Charles's favorite beer is and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. Yeah, that might be the most hardcore spoiler <laughs> warning that we've dropped so far. I, so. I try to like draw various characters and I was like, what happened this week? And I was like, oh, Verona went to Charles' domain or, you know, domain. And yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. As a reminder, guys, um, you've got until Friday, July 22nd to send in um, your um, submissions for the fan art contest. Um, and it is the theme of redemption. So please try to get those in soon. Yeah. Uh, you have a little less than two weeks. So. Ah. Ah. <laughs> okay. This is like a long fucking summary. So I'm going to start reading. Um, but it's shorter than reading the chapters, I guess. So there you go. <laughs> um, Mags fills Blake in about what happened with her name and proceeds to freak out about Molly. Um, she goes to get salt to bind Molly. Um, Aunt Irene and Callan show up at her grave and she and Molly ends up following them. Blake gives chase and gets into conflict with one of Johannes's guests. And by that, I mean <laughs> three of a trio of guests. Um, he negotiates with Faisal and Blake and Mags then go to Hillsglade house where Rose is in conflict with Aunt Irene and Callan. Cause they're very uh, annoying people. Um <laughs> Blake and Mags tell Rose about the Molly situation, and she reluctantly lets them handle it. Blake accidentally chases Molly off, and they go back to her grave to try to find her. And there, Mags gets into an uncomfortable interaction, to say the least, with Aunt Irene and Callan. Molly goes up to Mags after they leave, and basically says that she wants revenge for her death and murder and all that stuff. Um, they end up tracking Molly to a cafe where most of Blake's family is plotting about shit max storms in and distracts the family while setting off basically a salt bomb to chase <laughs> molly out they track her down again behind hill's Glade house and mags <laughs> asks molly to be her familiar and malia's brain exploded mm -hmm. what did you think of these chapters malia <laughs> this is another ding dong i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> but um these chapters were awesome it was just like like excitement and moving the first time i read them i was like very concerned and like upset and was just like oh fuck but then the second time it was just like ha ha this is like it was a lot more fun knowing that it wasn't going to end like entirely catastrophically at least not yet um, at least not yet <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i was also thinking about mags and like she's gotta have like the most toned calves because like it seems like she doesn't have cool city magic or whatever she she has to like fucking run every time anyone calls her and it's just like like this, yeah these alone she runs across the city like four times <laughs> 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 and i mean like you know it's not that big whatever whatever but like i no i'm not that's not my life 
that's still kind of a lot and through snowy it, ground and stuff right. too. And he, yeah, like with all the snow shit on, like runs <laughs> hills. God. Oh god, if there was ice, I just uh it sucks so yeah. bad. That'd fucking suck. Yeah. So props from eggs and her life. All right. Good to know that's the main thing you got out of these chapters. <laughs> it was fun. I don't Mags know. has like super like built calves. There you go. Yeah, or she will soon. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else do you need to know, right? We're uh, going to talk about it. <laughs> any other uh, thoughts? Or I guess we can get into it, and then you can wait, go over like, your thoughts. There's a lot of thoughts. <laughs> so All right. Many. That's fair. Okay. Um, Our first part, Mags uh, goes and fills in Blake about what happened with her name and proceeds to freak the fuck out about Molly Stern, who's starting to talk and act I don't know, like a person. Um, Blake suggests that she gets some salt for binding. So Mags goes off to get some salt. And then Aunt Irene and Callan show up in Molly's grave. And Molly goes ahead and follows them. And Blake is like, <laughs> oh shit, Mags, hurry up and get back here. Yeah, it's another thing where like, I would always forget that Rose wasn't physically present. And <clears throat> sorry, it's easier, to, it's easier to remember with Blake because we're with him all the time. But when we get into a scene, kind of, I will kind of forget. Like, I'm imagining, like, when I think about someone watching Maggie or whatever, Mags or whatever from far away, like, having to remember, oh, they don't see Blake. He's in a mirror. Like, it's, it's it takes a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also, I'm not sure where to talk about this, but um, I put at the beginning, like, of my notes that, like, I forgot about wraiths. Wraiths. And, um... I don't know the practice like I'd be a really bad practitioner um because I just didn't expect this at all. <laughs> and it seems like I mean they did fuck up or whatever so it's not like I'm the only but it's just you can't feed a ghost I guess especially like a you can't feed ghosts your blood that Yeah. Especially like a horror be- horribly murdered ghost. A horribly um, murdered ghosts and you're feeding blood and also like a healthy dose of your guilt and shit you know yeah um yeah. yeah i forgot about them i also was so like sold on the whole molly's not real thing that it didn't occur to me to think about the fact that if molly like was real then she was probably also a bitch like Paige. <laughs> like <laughs> it makes sense i mean they're all raised to be like cutthroat assholes horrible like the the um the fact that I like completely thought that Paige was like possessed or a different person or whatever when Blake talks to her in Toronto because like like sometimes I kind of kick myself for that because it's like it was such a clue and there was so many like steps away from realizing what was going on. But um yeah. It didn't occur to me that Molly would be like Bleh. although Molly Molly seems a lot better than Paige was and she seems to have a lot of the core Molly isms that we remember. But mm-hmm. She's also just a lot more fucked up. I mean, I feel like any kind of wraith is probably going to be a lot more fucked up. Sure. Um, yeah. But this section. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like bad for <laughs> Mags. Um, she's, you know, trying to do something nice. And it did kind of become self-serving in that she needs to shore herself up with patterns and stuff. But she also did have this connection with this Echo. Does have this connection. And... Mm-hmm. So it just sucks that this thing that she was doing in part to help support herself directly conflicts with the other thing that she's doing to help support herself. Um, 
like being an ambassador, especially for like these assholes, like, oh my God. <laughs> like, and it, it just comes down to one, they don't know who Blake is. And two, like if they kind of know or remember who Blake is, like they don't, even when they were interacting with him and could see he was like kind of maybe a decent person, they're just like so against the whole family that they could never budge an inch. And so the idea that like, Maggie's just like taking her friend to see like his cousin who died mm-hmm. and like be able to like grieve or whatever. Like no one in this fucking town would at all get that. And like that sucks that she can't. It's it's like she can't have friends. Um, And it's interesting how she gets from freaking out at the beginning of this chapter to being like, fuck the consequences at the end of next chapter. And it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, one of my favorite parts of this section was um, when Max is freaking out and kind of ranting about how it's bad that Molly's like kind of sentient <laughs> and the goblins who she's like commanded to not talk are like pointing. <laughs> she's like totally yeah. ignoring them. I just imagine this goblin like pointing <laughs> like it's so cute and great. Like he's tr- he's trying his best or she. Um, and then um, Blake's like, um goblin's trying to tell you something and then it's just like molly and just like oh like she's so fucking creepy and it's so good um (laughs) all the things she says are really creepy and she's just sort of there and it's like you know they didn't know she could talk and then she they didn't know that she could leave the circle and then they didn't know like it's just really fun um and really upsetting the first time Mm -hmm. because what the fuck's gonna happen but yeah blake is just like so good because he's just like you know hey molly like what's up like tell me about yourself like tell me about your problems and like these people all really needed blake in their lives um to have any hope of not sucking real bad Mm -hmm. um when he's like you should have called me like uh like heartbroken like uh Uh, it's funny how many things at the beginning of the story i sort of remember saying like being upset that molly didn't call blake that y'all must have just been like ha 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 (laughs) um I don't know if Blake was real if she would have called him because she, you know, she pushes her own family away to try to like save them. Um, like maybe Blake being on the list would have led to her being more willing to call him because if she dies or whatever, like he would get roped in anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, I don't know. Ah. Um, but yeah, it's just it, he's so nice and great and like Rose would never talk to an Echo like it was a person ever and. Like, I feel like even when she was a vestige, she just didn't see others as people, really. Um, Mm -hmm. And now she really fucking doesn't. And it's just, like, yeah, such a contrast for, like, automatically to just be like, hey, Molly, like, are you okay? Like, yeah. Like, trying to communicate. I don't know. I love him. Yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah. I know. Kind of a bummer that, like, all that nice stuff went to Blake, I guess. (laughs) Well, yeah. I'm... How... How was Blake made? All the questions. Hmm... Did they have to take anything else to make Blake? Um, Because this is such a different... His compassion and his... Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, really it. His compassion totally separates him from the rest of his family. And, like, where did he get that from? Um, Like, I don't know if it has something to do with the whole reflection thing. If, like, compassion is a reflection of the, like, selfish, afraid, like, hurt people. Like, if, you know, one way to react to the horrible family that is the thorburns is to kind of sink into it and become shitty yourself and the another way is to like run away and to hold on to (sighs) goodness um it still feels like there's something about the whole 
Blake and Rose are both right-handed, and there's something about the whole... I don't know. I'm just really curious as to like, how Blake was made. What ideas it do you have about important. that now? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> like, it kind of feels like <sighs> Grandma set it up with the lawyers, and then, like, that, like, they would use Barbatorum to remove Rose's reflection from herself. Does Rose have a reflection? Um, I guess we don't know yet, but I just had a thought. <laughs> I don't know. It's absolutely insane. Um, mm-hmm. What if it was Grandma Rose's reflection that they cut off? Um, mm-hmm. Not Rose's? Um, well, okay, so what I was thinking, right, was that, like, Molly gets picked as custodian and Rose gets picked as heir, but in a, like, sneaky, weird way where no one really knows about it um or something and then like they're all kind of in the house fucking with the demon and like making blake with like the help of a lawyer and rose and barbatorum um molly at one point in this chapter says like they're making so much noise i can't sleep and the first time i read it i was like oh there were like goblins and shit like besieging her house like being dickheads but then Mm -hmm. the second time i read it i was like oh what if that's like people in the house um hmm but then, and then at one point, Blake says, like, I can't believe I ever thought that, like, Rose was a female version of me. Um, she's just such a fucking bitch in this chapter. These chapters, she just sucks so much. Um, and, and, and there is another Rose who Blake could have been a reflection of. Um, was Grandma Rose left-handed? Fuck, now I have to go back and see if Grandma Rose was left-handed. Ugh. If they even show. <sighs> so... Um, are yeah. you saying you think Blake was the real one and they like took Grandma Rose's reflection and made it into like Blake's reflection and then but made it so that like she would come out and be the real one? Are you saying that like Blake got fused with Grandma Rose's reflection? I guess I'm trying to figure out what you're. I guess I'm thinking that. So I think, like, Rose is real. I don't think it's going to flip around again to where, like, just getting, like, mm-hmm. you tw- like that doesn't really make sense. Um, okay. I think that, yeah, Blake was the vestige. But I think that instead of taking Rose's reflection, maybe they took Grandma Rose's reflection and turned that into Blake. Does that make sense? Okay. So are you and saying that shoved Rose Grandma into a mirror Rose or something? is more naturally compassionate than the other Rose? Because, yeah. Harsh. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I think that Rose, I think that they're all like really shitty people because they were raised by really shitty people and they're in really horrible circumstances and like there's demons around and that's like corrupting everything Mm. about everything. Like, I think that a lot of them like don't want to be horrible. um, But when the people around them are shitty to them, they react by lashing out as well. And so it's just this like cycle or whatever. Um, It's interesting how grandma rose was like alone um she had her parents but her mom was gone all the time she was off at like boarding school or something half the time and like she i mean she she put her baby on top of a pile of rotting pig carcasses and like that's really hard to get around but (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it 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 it, i don't know yeah it's kind of hard to look past it's one of those, you know, things people frown upon in parenting. Yeah. But when we think about her and Eamon's relationship, at least, like, there's one person on this earth that she, like, maybe was actually her friend. Um, And, like, Rose doesn't have that. 
um i don't know hmm. and like okay. I, again that's probably grandma rose's fault for like being horrible to everyone but okay. so it's like everyone gets a little bit more horrible like in terms of going down the line just because they're raised even like shittier than the last yeah maybe it's part hmm. of it that's pretty damn bad especially considering that like they didn't even the younger ones didn't even know magic or demons are real so they're like real shitty it's impressive <laughs> yeah well i just you think that if like there's a whole bunch of magical demon bad energy like all around all the time like presumably barbatorm has been in their attic their whole lives basically um because i don't think she would have like let him go um at least like if you knew about the practice you could like understand a little bit of why it was so awful mm-hmm Whereas they just had this like horrible energy and like quote unquote weren't allowed to be friends with anyone in the town and just like yeah okay here's my here's some evidence for Grandma Rose being left handed <laughs> oh fuck I should look at her diary chapter okay so the <laughs> the so this this means actually nothing but I'm gonna say it so her her nurse stood to her left right and he hands her a cup of tea. <laughs> And maybe it would make more sense to cross your hand over your body to your left side to grab the tea. <laughs> but maybe it makes sense to not do that. <laughs> oh, no, maybe it makes sense to r- cross over your body, grab the saucer with your right hand, and then grab the tea with your left hand. And I mean, I guess people can, like, are ambidextrous when it comes to lifting something up to their mouth. But, like, ugh. <laughs> mm. <sighs> I really need to start rereading this story. Um, to get all the little things. Sorry, I control F left and right to see if it was like her left hand. But that would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, back to Max. And Max panicking about the Thorburns is really fun. Um, it helps to rem- put us in the mindset and remember it's not just like, like these people don't know Blake. They don't know Molly and they don't know Rose. And like, yeah, they should definitely be afraid of one and or two of those people mm-hmm. but like people freaking out because blake's here you have to remember like he's not blake he's a thorburn um and so like with one they're all talking in conserved voices two will have them taking decisive action saying that like most of them as far as mags knows at least like don't know blake's around and then three fucking semi-functional thorburns each with serious fucking issues <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's accurate and so <laughs> yeah yeah they'll be flying around in a mad panic propelled here and there by the sheer violence with which they're shitting their pants which god maggie's great and then the rest <laughs> are going to be getting organized to murder you and pointing the finger at me and it's like yeah yeah and then my thought is like oh what are they gonna do when Paige shows up <laughs> uh it's like it feels like Paige has to get yeah. back into the story um but yeah i, I mean but I, yeah yeah no, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, do you think, I mean, they might look at her a little bit more fondly than the other ones just because she's like, with at least last time we saw her, she was like hanging out with, with Isadora. Isadora. Right. I'm, I'm wondering if, like, we know that Isadora and the Duchamps like know each other and make deals. And I'm wondering if, like, her taking on Paige was like, like, kind of on their behalf like i wonder are they happy about it are they upset about it like um because it does sort of take it potentially takes Paige off the board um in terms of the thorburn Mm -hmm. fuckery 
Um, I mean, that was arguably like pro- like the nicest thing she could have done for Paige. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, the weird thing is like, what if everyone except Paige dies? Like, she still gets the house, right? And then what do you do? I mean, I guess if she doesn't do fulfill the obligations, which she can't unless she does choose to marry a man, um, then the house would go to whoever the fuck. To be like, hurry and spend as much as you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're freaking out. And um, I put this in the notes somewhere. I don't remember where, but... Um, when like Blake talks to Molly and then Mags like chides him for talking to Molly because it's like making it worse or whatever. Um, mm. It reminds me of Phineas and Ferb. So I haven't really seen this mm. show very much, to be honest. But um, it's the because vi- I was like, oh, it's like a babysitter vibe, sort of. And I was like, oh, no, it's the older sister and Phineas. And Ferb. <laughs> so Mags is like Candace, like chiding Phineas to like not do something stupid. And Phineas is just like, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> like in that show it always you know is fine and works out and whatever but it it kind of felt like yeah a like older sisterly please stop doing this blake continues to do this Mm. vibe Um, i haven't seen that show it's really cute Uh, um it's quality it's quality perry the platypus i mean it's hard to beat a platypus (laughs) so okay sidebar perry the platypus is a secret agent (laughs) and he's also their pet um and and he, there's this like evil genius who is like Perry's nemesis or whatever. But like the amazing thing is like his family doesn't know that he's like a secret agent. Um, like he he puts on a fedora and like stands up and like does his secret agent shit. And then to like be in disguise, he just takes his fedora off and gets this like blank stare on his face and gets on all fours or whatever. And like no one can tell that these two people are the same person and he'll just like he'll put on his hat in front of people and then like like doofenshmirtz the bad guy or whatever and he'll be like mm-hmm. Harry the platypus and like it's just really fucking funny you know i don't know it's anything really about this show gag. besides what like i don't know anything about the show except for what you just told me but i was like i was just thinking like I, I should put some shit about platypus as a fact some someday um, yes. just because they're pretty wild animals. Um, but I was just thinking like, can people even keep them as pets? Um, and short answer is no, <laughs> probably not. Um, yeah. And let me see. So like, but they're really, they're kind of, they're difficult to, um, I guess, take care of. And they're really fucking expensive. Um, hmm. Like, this one uh link i'm looking at here which is a facebook page but it's like looks like it's uh australian platypus conservancy official facebook page um says that like the like just to as an example um one of the sanctuaries in victoria that uh has platypuses estimates each of his platypuses costs at least um thirteen thousand dollars per year to support so I'm like, holy shit, Phineas and Ferb, like, must be fucking loaded. Well, that's the thing. I think that they don't, like, Perry as a secret agent supports himself, maybe, with a lot of that stuff. And they don't realize that he would cost that much if he didn't Where have a job. Where the hell did they get him? <laughs> did he just, like, show up and was like, hey, I need a place to, I mean, obviously, he's pretending to be a pet. So, like, you wouldn't say this, but, like, I need a place to crash. These people look like uh, 
somewhere I could easily like, like they look pretty like um, clueless. You're not going to notice my secret agent antics. Um, I'm going to Google this real fast. Um, yeah, so he's the star of the B plot for every episode of the series. And mm. he, I mean, so he was in the first episode. Um, and how did they get him? How did, how did they buy? Okay, like this fandom.com. <laughs> <laughs> well like wait. perry was made a platypus because of the animal's striking appearance and the lack of public knowledge of the animal which allowed the writers to make things up about the species <laughs> <laughs> but also everyone loves him that's funny um okay on phineas and ferb fandom wiki it says perry was adopted five years ago by the flynn fletcher family um after bucky got ill and left whoever that is um from an animal shelter run by the OWCA, the boys chose him because of his wall-eyed gaze that made it appear as though he was looking at both Phineas and Ferb at the same time. Aww, that's so that's cute. Very cute. That's very cute. Apparently, the OWCA stands for Organization Without a Cool Acronym, and that's the crime-fighting spy organization that he works for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what so a good. fun cartoon! Jeez, <laughs> that's really uh, funny. Oh my yep. goodness. Okay. Um well, they're very cute, but they're also have like they're also poisonous, right? Or they're or venomous. Something? They're venomous. Yeah. And that's all I'll give about facts right now so that we can move on. I don't spend a bunch of time googling. Um, but I did know that. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so um, Max goes to get salt. I think that's kind of where we're at, right? Yeah. Um she goes to get salt, and Blake stays with Cum Nugget and the other goblin, and they have a snowball fight, which is great. Um, there's this little moment where Irene and Callan show up, where the goblins are fucking like throwing ice at each other, and one of them is like bleeding, and she sees, you know, basically a small child bleeding, and she gives the goblin like a handkerchief or Kleenex or whatever, like to stop the bleeding, and then is like, "Don't do that," and it was like. This is both like this is like the most heartwarming thing that a material Thorburn has ever done. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like so condescending. It's like, oh, like that's actually kind of nice of her, but also what the fuck? But also she's still being kind of an asshole about it. She's such an um, asshole about it. And it's so funny. And I just uh, it's 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 like such a memory moment, but it's yeah. all yeah, yeah. This this I mean, if I saw two there. kids throwing chunks of ice at each other and one of them was bleeding, it'd, it'd be like I mean, that is pretty much what you have to do, right? Be like, hey, like, cut that shit out. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I'd be so like, oh, nice, are you okay? Like, here you go. Like, hey, stop throwing eyes like, at each other. You guys gotta be careful. Don't be right. trying to give each other a concussion. Right. Like, depending pretty on how late. old I thought they were, you know, that sort yeah. of. But at least in are That's you fair. okay? Just, True. I don't know. She's nuts. It's fine. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and then like another nice beat where they're talking about, you know, dusting the snow off the memorial and how they've done it before. And like, I don't know, it's just the Thorburns are awful and you forget that they're family um, and that like, at least in some of the units, they really care about each other um, as much as they can, I guess. Like, we also learn later that like, you know, Callan, at least probably all of them feel a little guilty about Molly's death and how they you know, didn't do anything. I mean, they didn't necessarily know, but like, they feel like they could have done more. Um, and mm -hmm. that could be driving a lot of this, but it's, it's, 
it's like oh yeah this whole time i mean i i guess it's been like a month or something um but maybe yeah and they've just but they've just been in this town like living here with their i don't know daughter dead it's yeah yeah that's fucking hard um yeah and then of course she name drops the duchamps it's really funny like the duchamps are like the most connected family and then it's like ha ha (laughs) but um because they're enchantresses but like like with sandra or yeah sorry with um anti-rene and then with um isadora and stuff like i'm always a little surprised when they're mentioned Mm -hmm. but like yeah like i mean i guess it's not that hard to figure out who molly walker's you know mom is and be like oh i heard this about your niece go off do the thing or whatever yeah um but i'm still a little surprised when people like know each other i guess that's true um so blake basically um at mags ends up coming back and he's like okay uh i'll meet you there basically <laughs> he's like i'm gonna try to give chase um and he ends up running into like this trio of others who just really want to get in this fucking way um so he gets into conflict and um like sli- like slices them up a bit um and basal pops up um because mags is kind of just like you don't want to be like fucking murdering johannes's guests because you're gonna get fucked um so face all shows up and they have a negotiation yeah this part was also exciting i um yeah ratchets up the tension makes things more complicated other people in town know about him now um but also like were they in the mirror world with him because that's what it felt like i mean blake like grabs one of them or whatever sort of and and well yeah one throws him it seems like i mean he calls them like tweedledum and tweedledee but it really does Mm -hmm. seem like these are like from alice in wonderland basically like like metal dudes from alice in wonderland he describes like kind of seeing into like almost another dimension um and he sees like redstone fit together without mortar highlighted by gold and like a carving of a dragon or a dog which like that it well it also kind of feels like east asian vibes with like a dragon Mm. carving or whatever um but also like through the looking glass right is like a that's the thing that the tweedles are from or at least they're from alice in wonderland and it's just like oh yeah like does the the mirror world have like portals into other mirror dimensions like is that a pass like what the fuck is happening yeah um yeah um he also m- mentions twice how small their dicks are which is interesting <laughs> um it's, i guess it's a visual it's a it's an image um it's a it's a yeah it's an image but yeah so they fight and blake is badass and hardcore and maggie manages to stop him from killing them while he's in this like fun bloodlusty rage thing from being a boogeyman or whatever which is still kind of nuts that blake's a boogeyman like i don't know yeah yeah anyway (laughs) he so yeah maggie's like stops him face all shows up and he doesn't know who blake is and mags runs off and like blake doesn't want to tell him because like being like hello i am a thorburn like yeah probably not the best (laughs) thing to mention in this town um but yeah um one fun thing that i don't know if this was an intentional homage or whatever was face all describes his old 
job kind of of like sitting and watching and waiting but then occasionally like you know creating valleys and rivers and like forming the land and all this shit and it really reminded me of um like the equivalent of the angels in lord of the rings um the way that like that's described in the silmarillion um and i was wondering if that was kind of an intentional homage or if it's just like yeah like angels flying around creating Mm -hmm. geological features isn't that original or like you know it's just sort of a commonish thing but I liked that paragraph. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Faisal drops this offer and like, Blake should take this offer. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, like, what the fuck? It's such a good deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like, he has to join Johannes, right? And that that's not great. But he would be like, free like it, it seems like face all can make him human or at least like really help fix him or whatever but like he'd you know he'd get out of the mirror um he you know possibly would like lose the connection to the drains and all that shit like he just would like his life would just get so much better yeah <laughs> um and i guess like the thing is he just doesn't want to like have to work against his friends um even though his friends don't remember him and um he probably could still help his friends if he had his body back right i feel like maybe he could talk with johannes and be like look like i don't want you to like you know horribly murder rose but we can talk about it and like the other three (laughs) people like i don't want to do anything to hurt them but i also don't want rose to like be lord of this town because that's stupid and like so i'll help mm-hmm. and i'll help you w- against the other people i mean like have making like you know violent other disney world or whatever is like not great um i guess like violent other west world um but i don't know um yeah i mean i just it wouldn't necessarily be the right move for this story but i was like you really should maybe think about this <laughs> yeah um yeah right and like part of me is like you know Faisal seems like really like a chill dude and like a good guy and like you know an angel is down with this whole uh murder Disneyland thing and so maybe it's fine but then you remember that angels in this world aren't like capital G good yeah they just like capital O order um which it just really does suck that like there's this like horrifyingly evil creepy things and their opposite is just like kind of neutral things that like order <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah um yeah having like jesus come down from the sky and be like i love all of you and just like fix everything isn't like necessarily a satisfying narrative but come on <laughs> <laughs> I mean. god and then especially later when face all is like oh like the demons are gonna win it's only a matter of time like my god like, what the fuck <laughs> why oh that's such a such a sad statement (laughs) yeah (sighs) yeah why you gotta do me like that it's so awful it's pretty awful um yeah it's also like so yeah so they they work out this deal where he's gonna go to johannes's domain and he's gonna get a favor and like nourishment and he'll be happy about it and like i like that he specified yeah like the you of now will be happy you know it's not just like i will have mine what like wiped you and then you'll be happy um yeah which yeah really cool straight up specific 
promise. I don't know. Um, but also, like, he says your relative is confronting Rose at Hillsglade's ha- Hillsglade house. And, like, how could he tell that he... I mean, I guess he's talking about Irene and Callan at this point. Because Molly's not really confronting Rose. I mean, maybe. But, like, I just... He can tell that he has connections to the Thorburns or something. But also, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand how people can tell... Although maybe the c- connections are like regrowing or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, also these things are the Ayea or something. And I don't know what they are. <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to be important, but. Never know. I wonder it if. It could be. If Alice in Wonderland will have something to do with the resolution of the story. <laughs> like, Alice in Wonderland. Like, like that, like the dimension of, of through the looking glass. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> a good question so let me see any other thoughts about this section here i don't think so okay um well he and mags end up getting to hillsglade house where rose is in a conflict with aunt irene and callan blake Mm -hmm. and mags tell rose about the molly situation and she reluctantly agrees to let them handle it um yeah so it seems like sandra has kind of made it seem like rose wants to sell the property um which she or like is going to sell it which she can't do and Mm um they're just like yeah very mad kind of screaming at each other like really upset and like they're going through molly's version of the contract to try to find a loophole to get the house away from rose um i'm wondering what molly's version said um yeah i'm guessing it was really similar to blake's and maybe rose has a very different contract um although i just well, we'll get there. Okay. Um, and th- then this part's funny where it's like, you didn't plow the driveway for three weeks and you're supposed to maintain the property. Um, and I think that was because of like the time bubble. And then I realized like, why did that go away? Like, I get that it was all kind of a like bullshit illusion, but also like someone had to get rid of it, right? Was it that Laird died? Like, how did that happen? Do you, how did that happen? Is this, is this an important question? I mean, am, am I supposed to know? Um, I don't think that they've gone over that. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, I, I mean, I guess like shoveling the driveway is important, but. Is it though? No. Um, <laughs> like, it's even like, you know, gardening or whatever would be a much more permanent thing. And like, we're I would say, yeah, like. Take it away because you didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's like substantial performance is in the United States, the standard for um, service contracts um like contracts that don't have to do with um buying goods Mm -hmm. and so i would say that rose has thus far substantially performed and that like this is so minor that it couldn't be counted as a breach um Mm -hmm. but they gotta find they gotta try (laughs) but that just sort of made me laugh that like oh my god (laughs) Um, yeah i'm assuming that uh anti-irene is not a lawyer yeah i mean well they might be i don't know their mom was Maybe some of them are lawyers. Like Grandma Rose was a lawyer. So yeah. maybe some of them also Followed in her footsteps. Right. Um oh. and you you know, you in law school you're taught to like argue fucking anything. So mm. I guess so, because then you know the other person might not know and uh it's kind of crappy, but they're kind of crappy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they leave and then Rose is like, Oh my god, why are you here? And they like immediately start bitching at each other, which is fun, and Max is like <laughs> please <laughs> like please like 
please, please. Calm the fuck down. Because like Mags and Blake are the only people who remember what they like were like, and so it's just it's funny. Um, and yeah. Um, so it turns out Blake has like become even more fucked up. His ribs are exposed, and it's bad. And like, yeah, this I, this it's a ticking time clock time bomb, bomb thing. Yeah. In terms of Blake only has so much time until he stops being Blake. Um, because he gets so filled up with spirits or whatever, like so destroyed that he's not him anymore. Um, so that's fun. Keeps the tension that sucks. up. It sure does. <laughs> um, and then at the end of this section I put, God, she's insufferable. How much willpower <laughs> did it take for her to not be the fucking worst in the first few chapters of this book? <laughs> Uh, i i do think that she was trying and i do think that she like did change and grow with blake and it wasn't great obviously and their relationship really wasn't getting better but it seemed like maybe she had become somewhat of a better person and now she just has like yeah (laughs) fucking erase all that shit erase all that shit and add like a whole heaping of conquest like bullshit (laughs) yeah conquest barbatorum uh, like uh it's so bad yeah it's pretty bad it's pretty fucking bad um well uh blake um i guess interacts with molly and accidentally chases her off um they go back to her grave because they assume that she's probably going to go back to where she's most familiar with um and they see aunt irene and callan there again and mags gets into a very uh shitty interaction with them um after they leave molly goes up to mags and basically is like i want revenge for dying because you murdered me yeah and i go back and forth as to like how fair i find that sentiment but we'll talk about that when we get there yes <laughs> so so yeah so they have this plan they're gonna bind molly they're gonna go talk to well Blake's gonna go talk to johannes and then they're gonna deal with the legal stuff um which it is funny to send like a girl with no real identity and a mirror man to deal with the legal issues but like whatever um i'm i'm not sure if this is like means that rose is gonna look up the iaa or whatever but it's the least she mm-hmm. can fucking do um but it's rose but um, it's rose um but yeah and blake is reminiscing on how hard mags's job is having to like run everywhere all the time and how you know it being tied to herself sucks um and he's like i don't think i could do that like I don't think, you know, I could, like, live where I'm unable to help my friends. And she gets offended. Um, Even though, yeah, Blake is just so... His whole thing right now is helping those, you know, three people and... Well, Evan, the four people inside that house. um, That he's just like, yeah, I couldn't do this. And, you know, she thinks of Blake as her friend. And so she feels this is kind of like a dig at her because she can't help Blake in a lot of ways. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if, like, this exchange is part of what leads her to make her decision at the end of this chapter to like ask Mm. molly to be her familiar um i mean i think that she really wants to atone for what she did and this is the best way to do it arguably um although maybe rose or one of the three baby practitioners could have taken molly as a familiar but they do i don't know they have this connection i don't know um it just felt like an important moment sure um oh another thing molly says that really makes me want to know what happened before she died in that house um she says i left the house to get away um and it feels like 
if you were alone in the house, like maybe you're just like, I have to fucking get out of here. There's a demon in the attic. You know, I don't like being alone. I want to, you know, go for a walk or whatever. But if you know everyone like outside is trying to kill you, it feels like it's got to be something pretty bad to push you out of the house. And I feel like her and Rose being bottled up in the house together with like demon lawyer would maybe be enough. Yeah. Um, That's reasonable. Yeah. Although she says here Rose is next in line. And she also says, like, Grandma Rose didn't make me first heir and custodian. And so was, okay, it's like, was Rose always supposed to be the heir? Or is, fuck. Okay. Well, no, that doesn't. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, I was going along thinking that, like, Molly was around because we needed time to, like, take Rose's reflection and turn it into Blake to give Rose more of a chance to whatever, right? Um, uh-huh. But is Rose fully stepping into Molly's shoes or is Rose the next like custodian and like, is Blake supposed to be the heir because he's grandma's reflection? Um, I don't know if that fits. I don't know. Uh, I just want to know so bad. <laughs> God. Um, Cause like Blake is about to like be my personal hero. Like Blake is like first heir and custodian. Like, what do you mean she didn't do it? And he's like pushing her to get like a fucking answer to the thing that I like really want to know about. And Mags mm-hmm. is like, hey, what about like the consequences this has on our immediate future? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 and so she goes Wraith uh, and runs away, which is fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and God, I <laughs> <laughs> was so close. Like at least it's confirmed that it's not just like Rose like lied or something. Although, although God, I don't, ah, it's fine. Um. So yeah. So this is the second Mad Dash. Well, okay. So they went to the memorial and then they ran to Hillsglade House and now they're running back to the memorial. Mm-hmm. Um. And Blake is running and trying to like stay in the light or whatever. Um. I don't know what would happen if he just like let Maggie run and then like popped into Finder or something, but. It's interesting that with this happening, him having to run. Um, I also keep picturing like little tiny Blake and like huge people outside. But I guess if Blake walked right up to the mirror hole, it would just be like his eyeball or whatever. And so, but like, you know, like, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Mike TV. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Where he, he, yeah, he gets, he gets to go in the TV, but then when they take him out, he's tiny. (laughs) (laughs) that's sort of what i imagine like being like in the mirror world and it's wrong (laughs) but it's fun that was kind of (laughs) tiny blake um yeah so then it's sad because you know irene and callan are back here and molly's sad and we're sad and mag decides to go down there and they're like oh my god are you like obsessed with her Mm -hmm. um like you just want money i'm just like my god like like yeah money is great and a lot of people want it but also like oh my god like yeah like you guys fucking suck um and yeah so then molly is like she murdered me and callan's like do you feel guilty because she's kind of she's influencing what the innocents can hear kind of except they don't know yeah or they get the like yeah they get that vibe yeah um and so Callan is just like yelling at her and berating her and she's like walking away and she's like, well, I'm going to come back later. 
and then Blake comes in clutch um, as like, I don't know, seemingly one of the only people who effectively stands up to Callan. Although I don't, I mean, I guess I don't have a lot to say that other people yell at him. Um, so mm-hmm. never mind. But he's like, say, don't you wish you did something different too? Because he sucks or whatever. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's also a humanizing moment for him to have it be like, oh yeah, he's sad about his sister's being dead and he feels bad because that's something that is pretty common i think when people die is to be like you know what could i personally have done to stop this and yeah uh i don't know um but then then mag says the title of our podcast and that was great um i I should type the whole thing out but she says like something like the nightmares have got a pale in comparison to this like how you know how fucked up (laughs) it's gonna get with her curse and i was like pale in comparison (laughs) Sometimes I'll hear it just like like totally randomly in life and I like yeah. get all excited and I'm like, this is not like. about me. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get the title from this section, um, but I was pretty proud of coming up with the title for this. <laughs> it's, it's a great title. One. It's a great yeah. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hear it sometimes too, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah, <laughs> nothing to do with me, but yeah that's okay totally Ah, jeez um but yeah so then i guess irene and callan leave and molly comes back and is yelling at mags which is fair i mean it's just like she starts talking about how um like they used corkscrews um and stuff to like torture and kill her and like you know they thought that i was a mauled animal which like mags why the fuck did you tell her that like why did you tell you yeah. didn't need to know that. Um, God. Um, yeah. I'm like, um, why to make it worse for yourself, man? Yeah, she didn't know, obviously, that this was gonna happen. Um, but yeah, and it just like I feel kind of like I mean, I really understand Molly like being upset and hating her. I I, I was surprised because I kind of expected that Mag's like apologizing and all these things would really like help. And but but She's just absorbing all the like really negative energy everywhere. Um, and I, I like how Mags doesn't want to make excuses. Um, but then, of course, Molly like doesn't even want to hear context or anything, um, which is again, it's like all of this is fair. But like, I'm disappointed and Molly's wrong. But also she's an entity made up of grief and anger. So yeah, I don't think she's <laughs> real. Like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Although she she's transcended from straight up like echo form or whatever right like i don't know that this is a a soul or whatever but she's able to talk and respond and like like make she's not just repeating phrases from her life or whatever um Mm -hmm. she's like engaged more um i don't fully understand why sometimes it seems like she can look at blake and sometimes she can't um but maybe as she gets stronger she can see him in the mirror um but yeah then molly goes from me being like she's an other so what she can't practice to like lifting branches and drawing runes and like making like fucking crazy wind and all this shit and i'm like oh oops (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like she has ghost blood (laughs) and it's just like it's it's maggie's like like she She's using Maggie's power, but also Maggie 
seems or mags whatever seems to be convinced that blake has also been feeding her because like i don't i don't think it was just a coincidence that the day blake shows up she becomes sentient um mags says like i don't think it's just me like giving her power um i mean she's also she's taking it from the energy of her family but also possibly specifically from blake as well Hmm. um and i'm hoping this won't be another like rose siphoning all of blake's energy thing but i don't know Hmm. um yeah so then we end this little bit with the you know there's two options wraiths either stop themselves by burning through all their power or they resolve their issue which is usually getting revenge (laughs) Uh, which is fun this is also horrible yes and stressful and bad Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, um Molly basically uh gets away. Um they end up sp- so um Mags and Blake end up splitting up. Um so Blake can meet with Faisal. Um they can um he can get some nourishment and they can uh meet parts of their agreement, maybe amend some parts of their agreement. Um and Faisal wants to make sure Blake is satisfied with the deal. Um, and Mags um, goes ahead and tracks Molly at that time. Woohoo! Um, this part was cool. Um, he just sort of like tries to go to the domain and then Faisal's there. And I didn't get this joke um, until it was like pointed out kind of by the text. But it was it was really good that Faisal's like, you know, oh, I like to stretch my legs. I rather like walks. And he's a fucking dog. And Blake is like, <laughs> and he's like, it's not because I'm a dog. Because <laughs> dogs love walks. And I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> it reminds me of, um, I can't put my finger on it now, but I feel like there's some show or movie or something where there's like this like very dignified old soul in the body of like an animal who like will like really love like scratches or whatever, like like somewhat undignified things because they're a dog or a cat or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I can't figure it out, but it's a great energy. I know this is not what you're talking about when I, but when I think of old soul, like old wise soul and dog, I think of homeward bound and shadow. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Should it be a decent familiar? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which, which literary dog do you want as your familiar? Do you think that the three uh, in Homeward Bound match up to our three protagonists in Pale? Uh, whoa, interesting. Kind of. Wow. Kind of. So Not like, perfect, but I mean, yeah. Shadow's so like Shadow. Definitely. Um, um, is it Missy and then like Chip or something? Why do I maybe chance. remember this? Uh, chance. Missy. Missy. Is it Missy? But yeah, the cat with Verona. It's sassy sassy and chance with avery because the higher energy like that's like kind of the weakest fit in my opinion yeah i agree like a little bit of quite as well but sassy um, was sally field oh shit i didn't know that michael j fox was chance (laughs) i I think i knew that but i love this that's great um yeah shadow's definitely like lucy's john mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. i mean sassy's a cat so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like chance is a little verona. bit of the right chance is a little bit of verona's like mischievousness but yeah cat mm-hmm. and um, i can and avery could, like, is high energy and likes to yeah high energy and like i mean 
hangs out Ventures. with a lot of goblins who are kind of silly and stuff. So <laughs> true. That's cool. Anyway, nice. Um, but yeah, so God, it just like yeah, this is another moment where you're just like you should take the deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, and because like so he face off figured out who Blake was by looking in Johannes's connections and finding like the broken ones or whatever and he found like an old image of blake from when johannes saw him and he takes that and he finds a couple of others who had seen blake and takes those and makes this like image that will help like keep blake from falling apart as fast and it's just like really nice like it's so thoughtful and i mean i guess he's like an angel and this like wasn't that hard but it was just like really nice like he's done all of this in the past like 20 minutes or whatever maybe you know an hour like uh, um and so yeah so then and like that alone is like you know really really great but then you know oh we've had a nice talk and this has been really nice and i'd be happy to like keep talking but also you have things to do so we can talk about those favors um and so the the favors are to help trap molly and to help free green eyes and um it's interesting that yeah, I mean, he asked for two and he's really reticent, but Blake is like, if I ever get a chance, I'm going to kill this demon. And he's like, that's good enough. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but okay. Um, it So it seems like he fulfills the first favor at the end of this chapter, maybe by keeping Molly at the house. I, I like, I don't really know, um, but maybe because um, they do kind of corner her there. Hmm. And he does agree to free green eyes from the drains. And, like, part of me is, like, this is so great. And part of me is, like, I didn't really expect her to come back in the story. Um, And, like, can she live outside the water? Like, what would she do? I don't think she likes being down there. And I think she'd be happy to not be. But also, like, I don't remember if she has legs. Like, maybe she does. Like, yeah. She probably still has legs. You think she has legs? (sighs) Well, I don't know. How do they describe her? I don't remember. I mean, she can have sex so she has something <laughs> okay a lot of things can have sex and that don't have legs malia yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't okay. remember if she has a fishtail or whatever i think she i don't know does she have a fishtail you can tell me she she very well may have a fishtail oh my god that's not a yes um i have to be kind of annoying Mm-hmm. It is, a, right. I mean, a definite maybe. It's like the two circle eyes, and uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she has she has a fucking tail, Malia. <laughs> she does. Yes. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. So, like, what's the plan? Does she just get to be like alone in a fish tank for the rest of her life? Um, do you think that he's going to bring her back? How big do you think she is? Do you think what, what, what like size tank do you think? Tank. Not a little fish like, tank. Like a, a ten gallon. <laughs> Like an aquarium gallon, like, <laughs> like an aquarium. She, he's gonna shrink her down so you can fit in there. <laughs> like the, the shape of water, which I haven't seen. Like that fish tank. The shape um, of water. I haven't seen that. I think that's the sex with the fish man one. But he's the in a sex big tank. with like, the fish man one. Yeah, it won an, It won the Oscar. Um, or like the thirteenth okay, year. Yeah, I, that's not. <laughs> I was like, are you talking about Splash? Like that weird Tom Hanks no. movie with the mermaid? No. This was more recent. It was Guillermo Gee. del Toro. I don't. Re- I mean, I just. I think I just never heard about the that film because yeah. sex with the fish man. Yeah, is not ringing a bell. 
So maybe that's a good thing. Well, maybe Scott that's why Eric and you're like on it for the doof catch. So you can go listen to it. They, okay. Cool. They, yeah. they put an episode out. They talk about how you can't have well, sex was- without legs. <laughs> well, okay. This was years ago when they did Guillermo del Toro uh, movies. And hmm. they didn't. But I just like, I don't know. Your vagina is sort of like between your legs. <laughs> And you don't have to do things you don't for vagina have a vagina to have sex. if you don't have legs. You, just, you don't have a penis right. or a vagina if you don't have legs. That's the rule. Well, no, you might. But if you have a tail <laughs> no, there. You don't have anything. You, have, you don't have a vagina or a penis if you don't have legs. That is no, the rule. You, that no. is what we've established. No. It has to be like that. You need legs. If you if you lose I, a leg, you lo- like you start losing your vagina. Okay, but if you, if your legs are replaced by like one huge leg, like where do you fit your vagina? <laughs> okay, wait. wait. If, you're saying if, if magically your legs are fused together into one huge leg, where does your vagina go? Yeah, like a fishtail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish Vitalis was here to, right now. I just okay, oh, Malia. <laughs> I didn't want this to be a big conversation. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with well, three what about with multiple legs. How did, like, did it have like have multiple that. vaginas? You have to have like it's not, you have to have a pair of genitals. Animals. Like, you have to have it's genitals like for every humans. pair of legs. Humans that so, get like, a fish tail that replaces their legs, right? Like, does Ariel have a vagina? And if so, where is it? Okay, I knew we'd bring Disney into this some fucking how. I mean, I know that doesn't originate with Disney, but like a fucking course. But like, why oh, does have- she want legs that bad? You think it's because she doesn't have a <laughs> vagina? You think Ariel's like, oh man, it's I, I'm acting like it's because I want to walk and dance and sprint, but it's really because I want to fuck someone because I've yeah, heard it's really she's cool. So we with Eric, she's here. so obsessed with him. She gives up her family and her voice, We're- like her ability to communicate and. Now we just tie your life. Yeah, that's right. For We're, a man. We just all produce asexually. It's like, yeah, we you just you cut off, you cut off a lay, or you, you cut off our our tail, and we just sprout another one. I don't that's know how, how mermaids produce. work. Okay, I don't think that you green eyes is necessarily fertile. Is that how fish work? No, that's not how. I fish mean, we've work, heard of fish, fish eggs before, be which implies sexual reproduction but no they don't have legs fish have secret little teeny legs that's the secret no fish have really tiny little legs to have a vagina but do fish have vaginas (laughs) is that how it works (laughs) (laughs) he wants to tell us if fish have vaginas (laughs) (laughs) he is not home right now for me to ask him that's probably for you, the best. Do, would you like to Google fish vaginas, Malia? Would no. you like to ruin your internet history no. that way? <laughs> we can just move on. <laughs> How do we move on? How do we move on, Malia? We you start said talking about, <laughs> about Jeremy. <laughs> oh, that brings a whole other question because that guy's like a fucking oh, like. That guy's already a fucking perv weirdo. Like, how many like, legs do you think revenge, all those guys have? Like, over a year later for me bringing up bondage in the first episode of this podcast. 
Look, Malia, you brought it up. You brought both of these things up. This is, you brought it upon yourself. (sighs) No, that has nothing to do with that, but thanks for bringing that up yet again. Thank you. Do people think that I'm going to just, okay, I want to know, is this like, do you, I want to see if this like comes up on Google. Like, (laughs) I wasn't even thinking, I was just, okay, do fish. (laughs) Okay, actually, okay, I'm not even kidding. I typed in do fish and the first one that popped up, and I don't know if this is because I just like yelled at a bunch. Apparently they don't actually listen to you. Okay, I don't know. Well, okay, like, <laughs> like I honestly typed in "do fish" and the first one is "do fish reproduce asexually." Oh no, they don't. See, I know that. I just don't well, know. I mean, but they don't have legs, Malia. <laughs> how do they? How do they have sex if they don't have legs? No, it's just the vagina part. <laughs> I mean, are, like, do mermen just have like dicks on top of their tails? I mean, I guess. That reminds me of the like. Oh, what was that Jaden Smith um like quote about eyes? What was that? What the fuck did he say? How, how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? That like reminds me of that. <laughs> you know? How can we have sex if we don't have legs? And how are no. how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? I, was I don't just understand. Thinking about the fact that she wants to fuck Blake and like maybe she can get sexual pleasure in other ways and probably can, but I don't know. Or maybe she still has a vagina somehow. Either I way, mean, her being taken out of her little pond and brought up I to be like, like Johannes' slave or whatever maybe isn't the best thing. <laughs> but also, does Ariel have a vagina? <gasps> you know? I mean, she does now. <laughs> and that's all I can say. She does now. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, we can edit as much of this out as you want, Malia. But I don't know if do fish have, have a vagina is like a really good t- name for the podcast or not. Because now that I've been uploading YouTube videos, sometimes they like get weird about the names of our podcasts, mm. which is fair. But we have one that's ranked as 18 and up because it has the word fuck in the title. And fuck. I know. Well, that's annoying. So you're yeah. saying if we put vagina in the title, it's going <laughs> to. I don't just, know. If we just like. Vagina's I mean, I feel like. Fair word. I know, but. You think like it would flag because it's like, oh my gosh, they're talking about genitalia. Maybe. I don't know. These are wild questions, guys. <laughs> they're wild questions. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, at Hilarious. what point Face All's I mean, like, I gotta go because an unexpected group has just passed into this realm. And I'm wondering, like, is that when the moment Jeremy arrives? Um because they yeah. But I thought Blake had passed through a couple days before when Jeremy arrived, not right then. So I don't know. This is no. Oh. I'm sorry. Um. All right. Sorry. I keep thinking about this conversation because it's just really funny <laughs> to me. So I'm just getting okay. distracted. Okay. You're right. We'll talk. We'll keep talking about stuff. That's fine. It can be a good discussion question. Okay. <laughs> wait. What? Okay. Wait. What kind of discussion question are you going to phrase? Do fish oh, have do vaginas? Fish have vaginas? <laughs> Maybe two mermaids. That's the discussion question that you want? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be the same answer. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll be different. Be like, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. There might be some fish that reproduce asexually. Who knows? But I 
I feel like most of them, because uh, there are some fucking weird animals out there. So who knows? But <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just guess most of them. Okay, we're not gonna make that our discussion question. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, what the fuck are we talking about? Okay, we're talking about can she live outside the water? We're gonna get her a fish tank. <laughs> we're getting green eyes, green eyes a fish tank. Um, okay. Maybe she'll sprout legs like, and maybe she'll be like Ariel. Well, he'll give her magic legs and she can walk <laughs> around uh, uh, around the land. If anyone in this story in the meadow. is Ursula, it's Johannes. <laughs> 100%. Do you think he's going to take her voice? Her magical voice? He's take something. You know? He's going to take her legs. Or he's going to take her, yeah. not her legs. She doesn't maybe, have legs. Maybe she'll take the deal with um, face all and like become a real girl. And like work for Johannes or something. Mm, I guess we'll have to see. Um, all right. <laughs> I guess we can talk about Jeremy for a minute. Um, because you brought him well, up. No, I already, yeah, I already mentioned how I think he showed up now, and that's a fun setting, like our minds. Because, yes. like, you know, as of I don't know exactly when he goes to see Sandra, but it's kind of like you know, soon the shit might start to go down. And maybe it actually won't be this arc, and maybe it'll be next arc, but like soon we might actually see Jeremy. <sighs> so this is random, but just so that we don't get a bunch of people saying this, um, technically, <laughs> it's not a vagina, mm-hmm. but it's like how it's, I think it's the same kind of uh, um, terminal or it's similar terminology um, to birds in terms of no. they have a cloaca. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah, which I'm like, I was thinking about that because I'm like, I feel like I've had a discussion about like about this with Patels before, about mm. how it's like not called like you know it's it's a cloaca I believe, um, but I couldn't remember if that was for fish or for birds because I feel like I've heard Ben say something about that too because mm-hmm. that man loves <laughs> birds more than he loves birds. <laughs> Holy shit, he loves birds. Like oh my fucking goodness he loves birds so uh <laughs> um he just knows a lot about birds so i wasn't sure if it was one or the other but i checked and it's both cloaca cool um but did you know if you uh for a starfish if we were talking about a starfish um if you cut one of those in half or cut a couple legs off um they regrow they regrow they on both sides yeah i did know that well they have mm-hmm. to have some of the middle part in it i think yeah i think you're right they have to have some of the middle part but yeah it's pretty cool that's pretty cool so if she was half if she was part starfish they're then, resilient uh, little yeah, dudes they are and dudettes and dude right. what's the gender neutral dude i mean i know it's not but i feel like dude is almost like pretty i don't know I, no, like i like dude x you like dude x yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> I guess. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I know it's not really, but just like, <clears throat> I kind of treat dude and guys as gender neutral. Because mm-hmm. like, I just call, I feel like I call everybody that. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if most people consider it that now. But anyway. All right. Let's fucking move on. Um, For the love of all things holy um, and non-holy, I guess. Uh, So they end up tracking Molly to a cafe. Um, where most of Blake's family is. And Mags basically says, fuck it. And she storms in. 
and starts yelling at Ellie, I think, um, about mm-hmm. stealing her fucking bike and makes a whole big fucking scene and sets off this salt bomb, essentially, to chase Molly out. And then she feels kind of bad and apologizes to the restaurant owner and he <laughs> still kind of likes her, but he kind of hates the Thorburn. So he's just like, it's okay, you can come back, but not right now. And everyone just get the fuck out. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. Um, yeah, it seems like maybe the Thorburns have been drawn into town so that they can all be dealt with in like one fell swoop. And that sucks. Um, I mean, sort of, you know, depending on your perspective. <laughs> um it's interesting the or I can't tell if Blake and Rose's parents also suck or not. Um I mean like expecting them to totally be changed people very quickly is a little unrealistic. Um but I was disappointed to see them here looking through stacks of paper. Um like wouldn't they want to support their daughter? Um I don't know. Um so that makes me worried about their last conversation and kind of sad. Um, but yeah, they all suck. And Mags is like, I'm going in. <laughs> and it's just so fun. The like yelling and the salt and the all that stuff. Um, and um, yeah, it's just funny thinking like Blake's getting to see a little bit of what it was like for Rose being in the mirror and him just like doing fucking wild shit. And her being like, wait, um, <laughs> and not really have any much control. Um, cause Mag's like, is the one who has to do something. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but also Blake, that's, be- that's not like, it's because Blake can't. Um, and so it's an interesting being on the other side. But when Mags was doing this stuff, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is what always works. Like, do it. Like, <laughs> uh, it's really fun. It is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they end up um, tracking her down again. I think I said it takes about an hour. Um, oh, really? Uh, and they, if I remember correctly, I might, I might have just made that up. But they track her down. It takes a little bit of time um, because it does. Um, they track her down again um, behind Hell's Glade House, and um, Mags ends up asking Molly to be her familiar. Ah, and then that's it. Yeah, I didn't expect this at all. That was fun. Um, yeah, so Rose and Alexis are, like, standing outside and just sort of, like, point to where Molly is instead of, like, fucking doing anything herself. And I was like, my God. Um, but, ugh, I don't know. Um, like, why are you even outside, Rose? Like, just go away. I don't know. Um, it's it's sweet. Blake misses June. Um, like, I meant to talk about this, I think, last week where he's thinking about June um, when he was with a fairy or something. And, yeah, like... I don't know. That relationship is really sweet in a weird way. Um, but yeah, so so Mags. I also realize I s- sometimes typed Molly when I met Mags and Mags when I met Molly. So that bodes well for this budding relationship and me being able to keep track of my notes. <laughs> but um, Molly understands that she's just filled with a whole bunch of really bad energy and she keeps absorbing it. And she says, like, I know it's not me. And like the awfulness is for Maggie, basically. But I I don't know if that second part is true. But I like I don't know. This gives me hope that Molly, the ghost, can chill out and find more balance and still be like Molly. Um, I yeah. I mean, like, there's a big chance that she's like no fuck you and runs away or whatever. 
but I feel like she'll take the deal. Um, like if she doesn't, I mean, like Molly or Maggie that Mags apologizes to Blake. Um, I guess the thought of taking him as a familiar had crossed her mind. Um, it would get him out of his situation. Um, but it hadn't crossed my mind at all. And so I feel like if this doesn't happen, then Mags will take Blake. And that just doesn't feel quite right. Um, and I was thinking about it and I was like, because Rose is going to take Blake as a familiar, which is dumb and probably not happening. But that's a fun prediction. It is. <laughs> uh, no response. Yep. I mean, <laughs> Also, like, yeah, Maggie's just like, damn, the consequences. Think, and I'm like, like, there might be a lot of fucking consequences. Do you think Blake would accept it if Rose tried to ask him to be a familiar? Well, it's not just going to be like, like, they're going to be in a really bad situation for some reason. Like, it's not going to be like, like, if it, if it, whatever happened, it, it would be like a, like, they both are really backed into a corner and like, feel like this has to fucking happen because whatever. And like, they don't want to, um, hmm. but Blake becoming her, like, yeah. I mean, like, cause he could become like Alexis's or Ty, like, but that's just like, not as fun. I don't know. Or he could just not become anyone's. I mean, I he feel just like. go join Johannes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, seems questionable at this point at least um <laughs> but yeah it's not like a great idea it's just it's a fun idea <laughs> all right um so we're gonna start uh pale in comparison section and i figured we'd uh talk about wraiths um Ooh. in terms of like if you can remember much about pale um i know verona encounters um a pretty bad one that like attacks her um <clears throat> that like is abusive um i don't know do you remember that or um i remember them chasing a wraith or something around into like people's garages and stuff um i think th- was that the little boy no and- the, the little boy was just like on the street i think a wraith went into like somebody's power tools in their garage and they made snowdrop mm-hmm. going first so that they could say like my pet went in there um or something that's right but <clears throat> yeah um i mean i remember god a lot of pale was so long ago. It's funny. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, because now when I'm thinking about rates, I mostly think about the grocery store in Toronto with the shepherd, which is not pale. But um, we've definitely yeah seen echoes and we've definitely seen angry sorts of spirits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember much about the rates? Uh, I mean, I, the one I, I can remember is Verona <clears throat> uh, interacting with a wraith that was like um an abusive woman to like her child i think um it's a real oh. piece of shit um wow. and i think like yeah the more verona's interacting with her um uh, in certain ways the stronger the wraith got and would um like was attacking her basically mm. um so molly's a lot nicer <laughs> than uh, <laughs> she could be yeah that's true uh, her rune is just to like get away and yeah mm-hmm yeah, she's not so much on like the offensive um as like a lot of other race have mm-hmm. been. Um that's like the main thing I can think of, really. Yeah. Um anything else that you want to compa- compare um maybe like how much this family sucks compared to <laughs> uh I don't know. How the other families don't. Well, there there mm-hmm. was sort of a similar vibe, I guess, between um the Thorburns and like the extended Kelly clan. Like, obviously, the extended Kelly clan is not 
like mm-hmm. super horribly awful or whatever. But there is like a lot of tension in the family between the siblings. Um, and it is kind of chaotic when they're all together. Um, and so that that sort of felt familiar in that way. Um, because I think that like all of like Blake's childhood and stuff, Rose's childhood and stuff, were all like really lonely, but they do have kind of a big boisterous family when they all get together. Um Although one of them, they all suck really bad. And the other one, they just have like awkward family baggage. Yeah, that's fair. I can see that. It's like, yeah, the Thorburns are more like the Kellys extended family on steroids. Like a lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of steroids. Demons. And well, yeah, and like one of, how one of Avery's aunts is always like bossing her around yeah. and like being all controlling and like weird and stuff. Like I can see like Irene or whatever, like being like that i mean she was like that to some like fucking strangers um yeah yeah um are you seeing like because obviously these the family's like really trying to get up in this business and and get the house and all that do you think that's gonna cause them to get involved with the practice or do you think like rose gonna be able to keep them all out fascinating um i mean i think that the other families like the Duchamps and the Bahamas or whatever don't want the Thorburns to get more practitioners and I think that Rose like doesn't trust her family and doesn't want them with her so I don't really see an incentive for anyone to like awaken anyone at this point um although the chances of them becoming aware are um like that's real um mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm having a hard time imagining them becoming like real, real involved in this story, but they are here in town trying to like mess with legal stuff. Um, but they don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's like the balls up in the air right now, I guess, are like there's Molly, there's the Thorburn family, there's Jeremy, um, and then, you know, just the larger like Lord claim. And I'm not really sure how all these things are like going to intersect. Sure. And like what order? Because it's like, yeah, the Thorburns are in town because if they can just take all the fucking Thorburns out at once with this like ridiculous lordship claim business, like that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nuts that they're like possibly considering just murdering all these people, but you know, <laughs> yeah. um, um, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, and then I guess Jeremy's here also because of the lordship thing. Uh, I don't know what taking the house away from Rose would like do. Just give um, everyone else money, I guess. Well, it's, I mean, it's like somebody else would get, like, Ellie or whatever would get it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But. All right. Um, Now our section, even though we've kind of talked about a few of these that are kind of <laughs> bold and specific, I'd say. Um, Malia, what is your bold and specific prediction or predictions Woo. for this episode? Um, yeah, so I think that Molly will say yes and become Maggie's familiar. Because there's a 50% chance I'm right. Um, mm-hmm. I think that... I don't know. It's like either Blake is Grandma Rose's reflection and he's meant to be the heir somehow. Which doesn't really make sense because of the whole like female Thorburn and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Or... Not... That is a... I mean, not is definitely <laughs> a choice. As well. Just like, is... Ugh. I mean, I'll I'll stick with the Blake is Grandma Rose's reflection, not Rose's reflection, because that's sort of fun, even if it's not really true. Um, it doesn't really make sense, but I think it's fun. Yeah, no, um, it's fine. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Um, okay. We're going to go over our last week's discussion question, um, <laughs> which was what's your favorite pizza and what's the weirdest pizza topping or combo you've ever eaten? Um, we'll start with my, Oh, I Go just ahead. want to say, like, one of my favorite things about this question <clears throat> was a lot of those seem to be, like, the same answer. So, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll say, like, okay, last week I said I wasn't going to judge you guys. So, I'm going to try <laughs> to not judge you guys. Okay. So, I'll try. Um, I apologize if I make a comment. I'm going to try to just read it. And, so, I mean, a lot of these I'm like aren't, aren't too bad. There's a couple I've been like, what the f- absolute fuck but um at least from my recollection um but okay we're just gonna read <laughs> um start with xerxes prelor which says deep dish cheese pizza maybe with roasted bell peppers mm. that sounds pretty good i guess um, that was a judgment technically <laughs> Blake tall really loves hawaiian pizza which is you know ham and pineapple um and wants everyone to know that it's actually canadian um in origin which is fun it is um yes they also especially like it when bacon is added um and one time this i think is the weirdest sounding pizza mm-hmm. no, or second weirdest but mm-hmm. out of all the weird ones but one time they had a pizza with tuna and frozen peas on it that was made by their cousins in brazil and it was better than they expected <laughs> which i mean yeah better than <laughs> expected you could i mean that i'm not i mean you don't necessarily expect much yeah but, true so may- maybe it was really really good or maybe it was just you know not absolutely terrible um that's a w- that's a weird one but maybe it was good um singachi says their favorite pizza is hawaiian um pineapple and ham with no cheese which is wild <laughs> but i mean you do you uh, uh-huh. um hobo demon has like i think rule 30 is the whole if it exists there's porn of it on the internet or whatever and this is like an inverse rule 30 or something which is if it exists in a kitchen there is a pizza of it which i love um or a pizza with it on it um so their favorite weird pizza is when you substitute the tomato sauce with mexican street corn and you put mozzarella and feta on top which like Mm. i would try but the overall weirdest pizza they've ever had which Yes, um, is adding cinnamon toast fuck? crunch on top of Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> okay, how stoned were you? You could be honest. I don't understand. Like, <clears throat> how, how do you come up with? Like, did you accidentally like you're making? Did you accidentally spill that on the pizza and then we're just like, fuck it. I paid money for this. I'm gonna eat it. Or was that like on purpose? Was, was it a home? dare at a slumber party? Was yeah. it? And did and it, how did, did you bake it? How did it taste? It, or put like, it did on you after. actually like it? <laughs> like, that's what I need to know. Like, did it actually taste good? I'm like, at that point, maybe it's more of a dessert pizza because you have the pineapple anyway. So maybe it's more like, mm. like candied bacon type of feel. Interesting. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> but so is that pizza order. Truth. I'm not doing good with the judgments, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> that might be good uh fleet feathers um his favorite is pepperoni and pineapple which i do have to say i'd probably like that better than like the traditional hawaiian pizza which like ham and pineapple just because i like pe- pepperoni a lot and it gets a little bit crispier um 
Weirdest is cheeseburger pizza with hamburger, American cheese, ketchup, mustard, and pickles. I've heard of that, but I've never had it before. I think I had it once at Flatbread, and I liked it. They have one at Flatbreads? Really? It was like a special. So like one time I went, they had it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then David L. Hunt admits bravely that he doesn't like pizza. Um, and it's because he doesn't like the tomato sauce. Um, There's so many different types of sauces besides <laughs> tomato sauce. Come on, right, man. No, we, we wouldn't wait. We want to make this this an exciting opportunity. So one time he ordered a pizza that was light on the sauce, and he said it it was better. But um, if he could make a pizza without sauce, then he likes various meat toppings. But he doesn't really think that that it would be qualified as a pizza. And I just want you to know that you don't have to limit yourself like that. And like my favorite pizzas often have like a white sauce or like no sauce basically, or there's like pesto, there's barbecue sauce, there's corn apparently. Like live your dreams, man. And there's like don't let anyone like, tell you that something isn't pizza because it doesn't have tomato sauce on it. There are so many like I- I'm pretty sure pizza was invented before they had tomatoes in Truth. Italy. So like <laughs> it's not even like a traditional thing. Like you can you could have like fucking anything you want. I'm I, I'm like I'm pumped. I hope that you get inspired to go try some pizza with like. I mean, I guess if you don't like sauce in general, then that's one thing. Like <laughs> that's um, harder. But there are still some like they might be called like flatbreads or whatever. But yeah. there'd still be some options. But like if it's just tomato specifically, dude, like the world is your oyster. You can. There's so <laughs> many things. Just like, just just go for it. Like, try literally anything but tomato sauce, and hopefully it'll blow your mind in a good way. Definitely. Um, Misi one, um, which I yeah, I'm still probably pronouncing that wrong, but whatever, it's fine. Um, they say that they love meat lovers, but also dessert pizzas. Um, they say in terms of a dessert pizza, Black Forest Crumble from crust pizza in australia which that sounds delicious um yep. and they've also had vegemite pizza and it was good until it wasn't so maybe it was <laughs> too much vegemite i don't know maybe they weren't good at like slab- doing the ratio so i saw a picture i think mm-hmm. they posted and it was from Domino's. um mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe it's too much yeah maybe Domino's doesn't get to do a good job with vegemite pizza right um so the, the next people, well, these are all their Discord names. Um, so on Discord, Prof Rascal um, says that their favorite pizza is Ziti Pizza, pizza which I never heard of. Um, for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, baked Ziti is a dish with um, noodles that are kind of like penne, but they're not um, slanty at the ends. And tomato sauce and cheese and like sometimes sausage or... Um, I think sometimes meatballs, different things, and it's like baked. Um, and so apparently um, you can get pizza that like is a pizza dough crust thing with this on it, which was kind of wild. Um, kind of cool. And like, yeah, I'd try it. I'd eat it. I mean, the yeah. only pizza I've heard of with pasta on it is like the mac and cheese one at CC's. I've never heard of that. It, oh, it's not that great. But interesting. at least that, it there. Um, which granted, if you're going to buy pizza like for the taste go you're probably not else. gonna go to cc's yep. <laughs> that's just for like all you can eat pizza that's cheap um and fills you up 
Um, Jonah Leth says their favorite pizza is one that they cook for themselves. They basically make a thin crust from scratch, uh, mix Vegemite with pizza sauce, and they do pepperoni, mushrooms, roasted red pepper, olives, and red pepper flakes. And they say that their weirdest pizza topping is bananas, which I have heard which of that before, and that sounds I had fucking never terrible. heard of that before. <laughs> well, I just, sorry, I love, that's a judgment, but um, jo- Jonah swoops in here and is like, "Oh, I put Vegemite in my pizza sauce, and then also I put bananas on pizza." I clarified like before or after baking, whatever. Mm. Sometimes you'll order a pizza, or they'll order a pizza and just like put bananas on top, like wild. I mean, I guess I've never tried it, and I guess it is a big thing in Sweden, I think, to put, like, bananas on pizza. It's wild. I almost, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably try it. I'd try it. I just I can't picture it tasting good, but I guess people do eat it, so yeah, it tastes good to someone. So yeah. I guess, I'll, I guess you know, don't knock until you try it. Um, my tallest talks about a restaurant in Anchorage, Alaska, called Moose's Tooth. Um, which is the highest grossing single location pizza place in the United States. Um, Apparently it makes a whole bunch of weird pizzas and they're all great. Um, They posted a whole bunch of screenshots of the menu in the discord and I got real hungry. Um, And their favorite one is the spicy Thai chicken pizza, which just, uh, they all sounded really good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All the descriptions I saw of that place was like, well, these don't sound that weird in terms of like really, really like weird. They just sound like, something i want to eat immediately <laughs> mm-hmm. um kippo says their weird topping is egg um scrambled or just put on top to fry in the oven um i've never heard of a scrambled ex- except maybe breakfast pizza but i don't, I don't yeah i can imagine scrambled egg on just like a like a normal, normal pizza. pizza i also yeah. don't really like scrambled eggs so i was kind of like oops but yeah. fried egg it's, sounds decent um yeah i feel like fried would probably work better for that but i mean i'd try it um they're all i mean she's also very enthusiastic about all pizza like all the pizza all the pizzas <laughs> um ddev says that their favorite pizza ever was the mushroom truffle pizza from nomad in i believe pennsylvania good. um it's a white pizza with mushrooms and truffle oil and it sounds really nice coblin the gobliner they say garlic slash garlic. Bleh, I can't speak slash honey pizza with blue cheese is their per- personal favorite. I never would have thought of that, but I would definitely try that. So good. It sounds fucking delicious. <laughs> I mean, Vitalis would hate it, but that means yeah. it'd be more for me. Um, or <laughs> potato and rosemary with Parmesan. I don't think I've ever had potato on a pizza either, but I, th- I think I have. I like, have yeah, hmm. I think it was good. Yeah, I would try it. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, totally. Um, Siranus, Siranus, sorry, um, loves all pizza, but especially loves like a three meat kind of deal. Jarl Zarl says weirdest pizza, but also up there for the best was definitely their college's baked potato pizza. White sauce, slices of baked potato, bacon, three different types of cheeses, and some chives. Well, sounds pretty good. My go-to pizza. I'm sorry? If you put sour cream on that, it'd be so good. I'm kind of assuming the white sauce maybe has sour cream or something, but maybe not. Interesting. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe that's a bad assumption. Um, Yeah, that would be good. Their go-to pizza, given unlimited toppings, is usually meat lovers plus mushrooms and onions, but Mm. honorable mention to barbecue chicken and chicken bacon ranch. And for limited toppings, big fan of mushrooms and black olives. 
Hmm. Those all sound pretty damn good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, last but not least, Hans shouts out what is apparently a big pizza, popular pizza in the Netherlands, um, shawarma pizza, um, which has like shawarma meat on it and a big swirl of garlic sauce on top. And that sounds freaking great. That sounds freaking great. Um, do we have a new discussion question? <sighs> I mean, it could be like which like literary dog would you take as your familiar but i don't know if we've done too many of the just like pick a thing <laughs> make it your familiar questions that's true um we also could do would you rather have um <laughs> i feel like we shouldn't do this one would you rather <laughs> have um a fish tail and a cloaca or multiple pairs of legs with a pair of gen- or with a um a set of genitals for each i mean how many is multiple? At least six legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I just want to know what people will say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they also might be like, this is too weird. I'm, I don't think we'll get as many answers as the pizza question, but I don't I mean, know. People I answered mean, the like being splashed with look, urine pizza question. Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm gonna leave it to you, Malia. Um, you, which is not fair. Um, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, unless I can think of another question I want answered that actually has to do with like the reading. I guess maybe we should look at that. It could be something um, about Alice in Wonderland. Something about uh people being bad people and whether if you, you feel had bad to. For them. I mean, this is a familiar question, but like. Yeah, this was, which is what I think it should be. Um, if you like, we're gonna. If the only way you could get a familiar um, was that it had to be like either your greatest enemy or someone that you wronged, um, would you do it for the power gain? Hmm. Cool. What yeah. Do you think? All right. I, I like, like it. it. Cool. Thanks, guys, <laughs> for listening. <laughs> I feel like this is really weird, but that's cool. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, And if you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends and leave a rating and review to support our podcast. Go to patreon.com slash doof media. And if you'd like to support wild Bo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wild You can follow the pod on Twitter at pale comparison or send us an email at pale in comparison pod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode in addition if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker next episode we will be covering chapters 10.5 and 10.6 and as another reminder our pale conflections fan art contest is going to be over and entries due july 22nd uh the theme is redemption um this is a really random yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) this is a really random fun fact um so i guess in the in the 50s um las vegas would advertise nuclear explosions to tourists um as there were visible mushroom clouds from a test site north of the city um and they would give out like schedules and calendars and shit to people <laughs> to be like, Hey, you can watch the fucking atomic bomb blast from here and you can see the best from here. Um, they end up having to stop in 1963 
when uh, they made above ground nuclear testing illegal and banned and all that <laughs> lame stuff. <laughs> it's just so funny that they were like, we need something else to draw people to Vegas. Like, it's a like wonder gambling and shut down. All that yeah. shit's not enough. <laughs> let's let's we definitely need to advertise a fucking nuclear blast. Like what the I fuck? Mean, I guess if they're gonna happen, you might as well make some money. <laughs> I guess <laughs> so. Happening. I mean, that's true. Yeah, uh, like fuck it. Why I wonder, not? Yeah, I wonder if the government like gave them the schedules or if they were just so regular that they could figure it out themselves. Hmm. I'm assuming they were. Ra- I don't know. It's it like probably was on that article I was reading. Of old the apocalypse. Mm, <laughs> how nice. Old faithful is kind of the old faithful of the apocalypse because we could all die at any moment from the super volcano. Yeah. So that's great. Maybe we should move back to Hawaii. <laughs> Just have like a normal volcano. Would it be better? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, like they have like. I mean, it'd be it'd be rough. Have to get used to sustaining off of like the shit we have there, but like mm-hmm. you know, we might live. I don't know, we might live because like how many people would die? Is it like people. most people in like the United States and other countries and shit would be fine? I, or, I honestly like, like try not to look into it. Um, I think That's a fair. lot of the United States is fucked. Um, I yeah. and like I guess that includes Canada because it's up there, Yellowstone. Yeah, when I was in Yellowstone, I was kind of like. You know, I thought I'd be afraid to be here with the super volcano, but like if it goes off, I probably die real fast. And like, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> that's kind of like one of the best places to be because then it's you over with right know. then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's kind of perfect. Ooh, you wait. Know. I hear Vitalis. Hold on. Oh, Hold no. On. No. <laughs> no. Hey, Han. So if an animal doesn't have any legs, do they still have a vagina? Yes. Can, can you come what? up closer to the microphone to say that? Can you? Yes, they would have a vagina. It's a thing called legless lizards. So how what? do those exist without a vagina? Are you saying they don't reproduce asexually? They do both, actually. They do both. They what do about both cloacas or whatever? No Malia's asking, what about cloacas or whatever? Well, technically, it count. It's just it's a fucking one hole that leads to two tunnels, basically. That's what a cloaca is. <laughs> so both vagina and anus will be the same hole. Okay. But it leads to two channels. So, yes, that would still count. That's in, is that in fish okay. and in birds? As, uh, as a, reptiles, mostly in birds, mostly yeah. Mostly reptiles. In birds. Is that, so, what about fish? Is that a cloaca? Or? No. No? I gave wrong info. Is it a vagina? But I don't know. They might, it, have, they might have a vagina. They might have a <laughs> You can't leave. Okay. You can hear them just, like, running away. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like, it's trying to start giving a, start the bath for the kids. Uh mm-hmm. All right. He said, maybe fish have a vagina. So I might have given wrong info. I don't know. Like, See, this that's a mystery. <laughs> let, us, let us know if you know. Do I fish mean, have a vagina? Yeah, cause my husband's in a hurry, so he can't stop. He said, maybe, which I'm like, you fucking know. That's your fucking field, you bastard. But he didn't, he didn't have the time. So cool. <sighs> well, there's a little bit of fun. That's a little bit of extra info. Um, we're going to go now and just think about what we've done. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, well, I hope you all have a good day. And I'm sorry if we scarred anybody by this fucking discussion. Um, and we'll see you next week. And hope, I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll be more normal. Probably not. But maybe you can only 
I don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.